Hello and welcome. My name's Dr. Joanna Bucknell and you are listening to a COVID extra episode of Tate. That's T-A-I-T, which is short for Talking About Immersive Theatre. So in this episode, I talked to Bertie Watkins from Colab Theatre, who I've actually spoken to in the past before. Um, it was recorded a few weeks ago now. Uh, I wanted to get it to you sooner, but work and life has just been crazy busy. Um, preparations in HE at the moment are rather hectic, uh, trying to prepare for doing things socially distanced. So that's been a lot of work. But the episode is now ready to go out to you. So without further ado, I'm going to let you listen to it. So I'll see you at the other side. So um, I'm here on Zoom again, like everybody else in the nation, pretty much, with uh, Bertie Watkins from uh, Colab Theatre. So hi, Bertie. Thank you for joining me. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and um, I've just been, um, I've already spoken to Owen and I've already spoken to Nat and Joe. And um, I just wanted to sort of get your perspective on how this pandemic has kind of impacted you in the immediate. Obviously, other than it, everything shutting. <laughs> from everything shutting down and not being able to open ever again um <laughs> how has it affected us yeah um pretty badly um not uh you know we, we're still can kind of sort of soldier on um but it's kind of um it's given us opportunities as well so i think it's kind of the the immediate factors it's more because we had crooks running which was yeah. great and it was doing quite well yeah. um and it came at a really annoying time that we were sort of getting ready to do like a next phase um sort of marketing spend and mm-hmm. try and extend the show as long as possible um and it came at a time where we sort of spent that money and then couldn't really because it's all marketing money so you can't really get marketing money back no. um so it was a little bit gutting having that happen at that exact when hitting it at the same at the time it did mm. um and then that on top of we uh we had like two weeks left um of the original run so we thought yeah. it was sort of honorable to like still honor the um contracts that we signed with the actors basically and, and give gave them the money mm-hmm. for those two weeks but that obviously cost us quite a lot of money yeah. um without a show on um and then we've so far to touch wood. There's some wood. I think this is wood. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be touching wood. I've been doing a lot of it recently. Um, it's uh, we we did a little campaign with the with the audiences that have already bought tickets for the two weeks that we had to cancel, mm-hmm. um, and sort of did a campaign of like just saying please don't ask for a refund because it will likely ruin us. <laughs> yes, um, yes. And most people most people have said okay a lot of people just want to be moved to like uh, well ironically it was may and june to begin with and now mm. it's i started to not know really when it's ever going to be uh, okay um mm. we might have to do like an outdoor version of it um so i think we've put we've kept june online actually just in case we've kept june there because yeah. we've already moved people to june so just in case we'll keep because it's near the end of june um and then i think i don't know september october looks likely but again you don't know what's going to happen and luckily it's quite small it's only 40 people 
Um, and we only really got 30 in anyway, which is kind of our like perfect capacity. Um, so it's, so I think it's like uh, safety wise as a show, COVID, like, well, COVID safety wise, it's a pretty safe show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just hope that we would be within the sort of eligibility bracket that I think the government will probably likely to bring out um, to open up again. Um, and I saw, um, and the really, yeah, go on. I've seen in, in the press that they've said that this week they're starting to talk to theatres and the entertainment industry. Have you had mm. any kind of direct discourse with the government? Have you been included? Has anyone from the immersive sector been included in those discussions? No, I don't think so. Even the big boys that I know haven't worked. It's the first I've heard of it. Um, yeah, I don't even think like the bigger immersive companies have either. Mm. Um, but maybe they have, I don't know. But uh, I'm skeptical of what they sort of think and I well a part of me thinks because what is it 360 million has been lost in the theater yeah, or yeah. 630 or like I've got a big feeling like 90% of that is in the west end and yeah commercial, commercial branches um and I do think they are actually more liable like they're they're potentially really buggered because how will they ever get back to the norm because yeah they're sitting next to each other and most of the audiences are over 60 so it's yeah especially like stuff like the national and stuff like that you're like they their audiences are sort of all in that <laughs> at risk bracket and you're putting them in the same room of a thousand people yeah with like half a meter between them and you can't um, run so i was thinking about this because obviously even with limited capacity doing it with like one person yeah, every you, sort of four seats you can't afford yeah. to run a show with those numbers you can't afford no, to pay the actors the pay minimum... 100 pounds or something yeah yeah. Ridiculous, yeah. So I think they really are going to struggle with being able to like uh, create a sustainable model. Basically, I think this. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with those sort of venues. Venues, I think, are buggered. Like, yeah. like theatre companies can adapt a bit more easily, but yeah, of course. Venues, I really don't know what they're going to do. Like, they or or everyone will have to be immersive, which would be quite great. Um, <laughs> national can't just use the stages it'll have to use the stage and the outside or and the outdoors, lobby and yeah. the balcony and the blah 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 um which i think is obviously where everyone's sort of going i think i know the young vic are sort of looking in that direction to just get stuff outside as quickly as possible um but yeah i'm i'm worried to see what sort of any scene like the young old vic being Mm. Uh, I mean, they, I'm sure they're about to launch a funding campaign, but they've just said they've only got two months left, and National's only got to the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So they are. I mean, yeah, it's pretty. And it's where we stand scary, with that because like you know most of those are MPOs, most of those are publicly, mm. significantly publicly yeah. funded institutions. Absolutely. Yeah. And so. And will they really be able to make that thirty percent? Yeah. So they're already relying, like, sort of 40% of funding being on the public sector. Yeah. And, well, donations and, like, fundraising. And then the other, so when they get another 60%, then it's like, is that... I'm really intrigued to see what happens. But I think what they will probably go for is, like, a hybrid between um, a, uh, like, online-y accessible version of everything mm-hmm. with half capacity or something. Yeah. Capacity tickets are much more expensive, but you can also buy like a two, three pound, like the, like what they like NT Live type. 
Yeah, I was going to say, because National already do quite a lot of uh, kind of yeah, live streaming. And so I guess yeah. that we, I mean, they've, they've been incredible, you know, places like the National, the RSC mm. have made so much stuff available as an educator who yeah, needs to point my students lovely. in the direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really they good. have actually made lots of stuff available for free, but of course that is not going to be sustainable, mm. I think. No, exactly. Forward. And that's what, um, oh, I don't know, but, um, yeah, another company who's doing an online thing, um, they're not charging. And I was a bit like, oh, I was a bit disappointed hearing that because I'm... Mm. I'm worried for us, like at the moment as well, of what yeah. we can do. Like, we have to, we, we're going to have to charge, otherwise, yeah. there's no point in doing it and we'll just try and survive off sort of furlough or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or the, like, but then you can't carry on doing that. So it's worry, I'm a bit worried because also the value of online is so reduced anyway mm-hmm. to then sort of bring something out and not charge anything for it, I think it's a bit. I don't know, it's a risky model, and I don't know why, if you know what I mean, what's the point, because it's not, I think yeah. it's because they've um, got lots of voluntary work out of it, so I think they won't want to be okay. charging for it, and they are giving the money that is raised to the volunteers, so it makes yeah. sense, it's actually a fair business model, it's just a bit annoying for everyone else. <laughs> well, it's it like, is difficult, because now we've all got to figure out how to kind of potentially put paywalls in place for in yeah, ways that we yeah, wouldn't yeah, have and how do you how do you then yeah. start to sort of pitch that price wise as well in terms of mm. that against sort of a, a live experience as well yeah, and so i think yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of thinking to be done through mm. for how, and and how are you and have the plotters been kind of meeting and talking about some of these things during this or is everyone at the moment just sort of in show with their company not at the going, moment ah. no yeah <laughs> I think everyone's still sort of going what the hell are we doing um <laughs> I think it kind of I think now most people's like because I think everyone has the attitude of like oh in two three months we'll be out of lockdown and it'll be all back to normal it'll be fine yeah now I think I think at least now everyone's starting to realize that like it's not ever going to go back to normal unless maybe some cure is created but it's, I, I think even then it's going to be a bit still going to affect everyday life um so no i think I, i've got a feeling they might come and say hi soon but i think at the moment everyone mm-hmm. sort of i think to be perfectly honest i think everyone took it as a little bit of a nice holiday mm-hmm. for <laughs> a lot of people like i think if there's that if, and that's what was so good about the um, some help, and, and the government were quite good in that regard. That I think a lot of people I know were able to get help, um, although it did seem a bit dicey, touch and go for a long time. It's like, is this? <laughs> are you gonna help us out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you help us? Because you've kind of shut our entire industry down. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily, I think most people have been okay, which is great. Um, I'm sure there's people that haven't been. And there's someone I knew that was in film and TV, and they were, I think, ironically, the most buggered for the longest. Because oh. people were like, TV's fine. It's no, they don't need help. And they're like, no, but they, they, we they do. Have, have stopped <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and luckily they got some help, so they've been good. Um, so I think people have just been chilling out a little bit. And then I think it was only like a month in, probably a month ago, that everyone started going, oh, shit, we should do stuff really <laughs> yeah this isn't going to change and you sort of watch the Netflix after about three weeks haven't you? <laughs> after I think it was after um 
Tiger King, isn't it? You remember Tiger King? I look at because <laughs> I've been like working so long ago, didn't it? through it all, and I haven't had a chance to watch that yet because I have of yeah, working full time yeah. and having the baby. I get like an hour yeah, in the evening, maybe. So I'm just like, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list to see because everyone else yeah. has seen it. I'm like, I'm yeah, behind it's, everything. It's so yeah, the whole you're like, God damn it, you should put a, like telly on the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because that, that's that's yeah. the weird thing is um it's been more work my end because we're having to mitigate mm. we're trying to finish up the semester that we had and now of course attention is turning right, right. towards how, how do we how do we continue that's functioning cool. in somewhere that practice is so central mm. under the new conditions and they're questions that are being right. thought through at the moment yeah yeah, 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 exactly. That's a, a lot. How do you create a syllabus that's useful as well? It's like yeah, well, especially for me because um, traditional theory, even more like I was really lucky this it. year, and um, I wrote two new modules. I wrote a module called gamification oh, and a wicked. module called yeah. the theatres, and they got chosen this year, yeah. so they, they're going to run in October. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Brilliant. But now oh, I yeah. have to think about. I'm going to have to rewrite some of my assessments and all of that because they were going to be yeah, sort yeah. of group. Uh, practicals so now I, I don't yeah. want to not teach them I, I still want them to engage yeah. but I've got to find a way to mm. to do that digitally <laughs> Work. yeah exactly oh, it's, so, it's a really annoying thing isn't it because I was going to send them to <laughs> you I, mean, I was going to be like right I've got a group of you know yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. or whatever students I want them come to come yeah. come do the show <laughs> oh nice yeah we could have done with that <laughs> yeah I thought so too but uh that's that's uh and so are you in the process, cool, I know my end we're in the process of, of basically now getting over the shock and kind of going, okay, so there are questions now and things that need to be hmm. thought through. So is CoLab, are you now hmm. running through various scenarios and different ways that you might sort of tackle yeah, those to get things back Working up? out, exactly, yeah. And I think it's just working out how to uh, go from here in a way. Um, luckily one of them is a pub which is lovely where Crooks was and I've heard on the grapevine that they might be letting takeaway pubs open again which would be Ooh. great so that's one lucky thing that we might be able to do mm-hmm. um, which would be fantastic if we can um, yeah and then it's adapting we've sort of got a few ideas now really to sort of see like and mixing it up between like one that's outside and you're maybe doing something audio thing or like an online more zoom based thing or mm-hmm. um, something you do entirely by yourself. That's like more pure sort of like escape roomy thing. There's these things called like, it's like the weird subscription services that are like uh, you buy a box and you have to work out the mystery, like murder mystery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, we're just trying to adapt with it the best as possible and try and create something that's we hope is going to be um brilliant um <laughs> touch words uh because it's like the more if we think it's good we hope it is and we sort of need to work out the best way to make other shows as well because really there's mm-hmm. it, it's not just how you like it's not just about going outside but it's making outside because there's no point in just sort of, well, ironically, we think of doing like a Shakespeare on the, in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, how, how do you make a Shakespeare relevant to the park kind of thing? And is it, it's not just about sort of dumping something in, in the outside because you have to, yeah. but making it actually work outside and making it sort of matter that is outside rather than... But you have experience with that anyway, because Hostage was very much... Yeah. 
you know, through yeah, the streets of the city mm, initially yeah, and then yeah, only really ending up sort of in yeah, an in one certain space. space. Yeah, yeah. So, and we are, yeah, that's another one that we're trying to look at um, where you can sort of break into a space um, in your pod kind of thing. So it's essentially like a reverse escape room. Yeah. Um, so, so that and that will be safe and basically there's one staff member there that cleans everything down once you've gone and then that's it. So you'd hope that sort of would be okay to open that. But again, we don't really know because the guidelines haven't been set out too much no. by the government. Um, and we're going to have to obviously sit within some like semi-shop, semi-restaurant type legislation. Yeah. Um, so it's always that annoying because we already find it the struggle to sort of you know, get insurance that does immersive theatre specifically rather than just theatre or just live performance or like just circus. Um, mm. You always have to get some sort of hybrid of everything. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's about how we, how we sort of take it from there and also make like fun, interesting shows that are actually exciting rather than sort of yeah. just going, well, let's just put that aside then. Um, yeah. But yeah, luckily, I think of all the companies we are, um we're, we're like well attuned to the outside and we're well attuned to like to, to be able to adapt to um future i don't know the, whatever the bloody future looks like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> future of immersive theater. um however it goes um but how have exciting. you been collaborating how have zoom. you been yeah, on zoom yeah yeah pretty much um We've been doing, we've been trying, well, we've, we're now annoyingly having to try and move into the phase of like, how can we get people in a room without mm. being in a room and all that, um, which is weirdly um, more difficult than sort of like complicated mechanics. Um, it's just like, how can you get one person to visit a space? Well, and another one. Um, but yeah, and, we've been, and then I've just gone in if I need to go in to do some building stuff or yeah that kind of thing but it's been it's been quite nice i think most people are getting used to it by now aren't they and kind of liking working from home yeah um sort of find yourself going oh i can't be bothered to go out <laughs> and then um as soon as you do like four hours work in the real world it's like oh god can't do more than four hours to do knackered <laughs> i've gone all the way to work and all the way back so all, and all the way back what's that about <laughs> and, oh god that's a whole hour god i can't do that i think people are going to be a lot less inclined to want to commute potentially after this because of realizing mm. just how much energy and time you lose to go yeah, back and forth yeah, yeah. to work and it is semi-pointless it's like and you do realize you find ways around it you can do most of the stuff you do on on a zoom or for a phone call yeah. There's very little reasons. I think unless you're working in a team that sort of needs that kind of communication and a bit more physical space. So if you're like building a set, you need to be there. But creation and stuff has been really nice actually collaborating online because it's quite a nice. It's you've sort of not got the distraction of someone being there, but you can still ask them questions, mm-hmm. which is nice. That's not to be honest. We've had a few days where we've just been chatting rubbish for a whole day just (laughs) really unproductive (laughs) Um, just playing games basically all day Um, but it's nice and I think that's what's quite nice about Covid is that it's giving everyone a bit of time to think about what they're making and and sort of try out some new things 
mm-hmm. um, and seeing how they work, basically, which is cool. I think that's not a bad thing. Well, we don't often get time to sort of reflect yeah. on practice and time to sort of take the time to mm. mull over things and to really think thing, think about things <laughs> before we have the pressure mm. of having to kind of yeah, do, exactly. do, 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 do. So I think that's quite nice. Yeah. And yeah. so, and it's that money thing, isn't it? Are you popping in and out of London then to check on the pub and to check on the factory? Yeah, just that. Um, um, yeah, it's basically the minimum, like basically the alarm sometimes goes like, oh, there's an alarm and you have to go, okay, what is it? Um, what, what is this? Uh, but yeah, luckily not having to have gone in too much, which is quite mm. nice, but it's been there every other week or something to just check that like, everything's off, basically. That's the other, I always have this real paranoia of there a fire or something. Mm. Um, so there's always that like little thing at the back of your head that just sort of wants to... Turn it all off. Make sure the plugs are off. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's good to, and, and it's also, I think, just the factory was becoming a real kind of sort of central hub to go and see lots of different mm, kinds of work. Yeah. And do you think that that's going to be kind of something that will continue or pick back up when this is done, or do you think kind of a venue like that is is just going to be too problematic? I yeah, I think it's just going to be too. Well, we're actually ironically going through. It's, it's starting. Uh, I don't know. I think immers- like again, immersive theatre is is well suited to COVID because you can have your two meter bubble away from everyone. Um, but I think the factory is just a bit too small mm. to be able to actually sustain it financially because it's we would have to then reduce all the audience back down to sort of like a hundred max probably. Yeah. Um, if that which can make some decent money, but it's not within that sort of location. Um, but I think what's, what I'm, a, the good thing I see from this is that I think everyone's going to become a little bit more localised. So there's going to be more localised theatres opening up, hopefully across London, that, like, you know, in Croydon and Catford and mm-hmm. you know, out there, basically out in the, in the yeah. sticks. Um, but I think it'd be really nice because I think everyone's going to be more keen to go to their local theatre or their local sort of performance space to see something rather than having to go into London or into the West End to see yeah. like a big show. It's all going to be lovely little mini, mini things. And, and you know, if you, like Bill Nighy might live next door to you kind of thing. You don't know it. Yeah. That, like he might be performing down in your local pub, which I think is stuff like that, which is quite... That would be Quite awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's, yeah, I think that's the problem of it, is that the, um, just the real estate value. But then maybe, like, in a city, prices of stuff will go down. Like, maybe. who's going to rent a space in the middle of London for, you know, thousands of pounds when they could just rent a space somewhere outside of, like, well, just outside of zone two, basically, that yeah. <laughs> is so much cheaper and actually you can be more safe and still do a really compelling piece of immersive theatre, but within the sort of guidelines of COVID safety stuff. Um, so I have to come down to London regardless because there's very little mm, kind of on offer outside of, of London anyway. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, it makes no odds, really. I can come and go to whichever... Mm kind of outside bit I need to <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's very little amount of stuff on offer in Birmingham weirdly we have loads of escape rooms loads of escape rooms oh really yeah, yeah. 
Um, and of course, I we think have finite, they're better, aren't they, financially? Yeah, so well, maybe after this, there'll be more spaces available. And it's never really been the space because Birmingham has a lot of kind of empty, empty sites. It's the council's sort of willingness to engage yes. and to allow access and use of those things. Maybe this will mm -hmm. shift and change that. I, do, I don't know. I, I kind of hope so. Yeah, but I hope so. I'm not holding so. my breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, and we'll have to see because I think everyone, I think it's, it's very evident that the government don't want to be taking responsibility for saying anything at all, basically. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a very horrible position where they, I think they're going to start putting the um, sort of impetus on the businesses and, and or whatever's yeah. to take a risk and be able to be as safe as they can be. Um, well, they've already started yeah, doing that, really, haven't liability, they? Right? Yeah, exactly, with the shots and whatnot. By uh, changing it from stay, stay home to stay alert, um, I think what yeah, they're actually alert, doing they're is... They're basically saying... You, it's on you. It's on you. What you do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, thanks so much. That's really great. But I think you're right. I think um, so. it's going to be earliest. What first of July is when they said they're going to start looking at the kind of entertainment, oh, yeah. hospitality, yeah. food. And I think even that is is it's a bit of a stretch. I think yes. to go back to how it was. I think that's all like very long stretch. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe. It will change everything, and you have to start using theatres in a different way and mm -hmm. see what can happen from it. I think, but I do think it's quite an exciting time for immersive stuff because yeah. a lot of theater, traditional theatres are going to be looking at that as a model potentially. Mm -hmm. Take all the seats out, you know, and put on a carousel type thing, forty people every ten minutes or whatnot, mm -hmm. kind of thing, and then hopefully you get enough people through to sort of still sustain it but yeah because they all need That's bodies and I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder yeah. how um secret cinema uh, will function mm. under this because of course for yeah, them the model yeah. is is large numbers spending yeah, big, good money on big numbers beer and booze <laughs> yeah <laughs> and exactly. burgers and, of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and hot dogs and tacos and um and I think, well, I think they and they did their little their rave was was quite fun, and they've got their secret sofa, um, which I thought was quite a nice, like cute idea. It's very like low impact as well. Yeah. Um, and I think I think they'll be lucky again with the big five thousand people outside, but I yeah. don't know how they're going to cope with their warehouse as well. Mm. Thousands of people, so it is, and it's starting to be like, is it worth it now? Because yeah you can't ram in two thousand people so is is it actually going to meet and it's it's not like the money there was lots of money going through it but i'm not too sure about their profit margins so it's like, no i wonder if it'll go back to a, a sheet like, hanging in the middle of the woods showing blair witch yeah. <laughs> you know with yeah, 20 people yeah. there <laughs> which i think is lovely but i think it's really nice to do that isn't it be yeah because really cool. that's where it started um, that's if where... it was all localized yeah and it's all those type of small things that, that work mm -hmm. but they do it you know 2200 times across london in each park yeah just a tiny little performance and and make it low budget enough <clears> that you know the 100 people coming who can just about see this screen mm -hmm. sort of do it kind of thing so it's a kind of well again money i, I think it comes down yeah. to that really doesn't it in the end well i said um, this to that and joe and i think that 
because people have been so isolated and because we are having to communicate kind of in this digital way, I think there is going to be an increased craving once people feel a bit more safe in actually mm. getting into a room with other human beings again. I think yeah. there will be. <laughs> It's like yeah. there's people. <laughs> like people, oh my god! <laughs> and I think in some ways, restaurants putting dolls in the seats as well. We're well placed uh, uh, to respond to that, I think, and to respond to that in mm. a way that where we can, because we're used to parameters. We're used to having to go, okay, well, we can do this, mm. but we have to bear this in mind while we're doing it. And so I think yeah, yeah. actually we're well placed to do to do that to respond to that in a mm. in a creative yeah, yeah. way. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and make it kind of a bit, and make it a game as well. Like, yeah. it's quite a fun game of have to keep two meters away from everyone. Well, actually, isn't Crooks set when there was the the Spanish flu, the original? Yeah, Spanish flu, almost the exact year. Mm. Kind of, I think, anyway. So that's what we we were joking about that near the end before <laughs> we shut to be like, you know, we'd wipe it all. We go. I think we gave um, wipes out to everyone so they can sort of wipe as they go. And it was yeah. Like, I forget the Spanish flu is going to come get you. <laughs> well, there we go. You can yeah, kind so of build it in that way. And sort of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a fun way to do it. Although it? they didn't have hand gel and wipes back then, did they? But still. <laughs> no, no. It's one of them, isn't it? It's like, but they also didn't have toilets. So it's one of those. No, exactly. Ones. And people do expect I always, those. Um, yeah, exactly. You're like, do you really want that much of an immersive experience? I, it's always that thing when people say paying for card is a bit rubbish. And it's like, it would also stink in here if you if it was as immersed like there's I like what people choose like how immersed they want to be uh-huh. sort of within the kind of playground and then they rarely realise that if they did want the full immersion it would be horrible uh-huh. <laughs> and you'd probably have gout as well yeah, you'd have yeah, gout yeah. everyone would put sort of syphilis everywhere and they'd piss <laughs> on the floor and <laughs> like stink of shit everywhere it's just like yeah you don't want that though do you <laughs> no although that's one of the things i miss the most um i think is the smell of immersive theater because it has yeah that um the that, that, that smell pot thing. black mold smell <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it was such a lovely smell wasn't it and you just don't get that uh over zoom <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. If they need to do that, that would be a good invention, wouldn't they? The smell yeah, smell of vision. Yeah, smell of vision. It will come back. I wonder if they would. They probably have to. I mean, they sure there might be a way. It. Or you could send people like. But then this is the other problem as well, because I'm always yeah. like, like, I like the idea of being able to send things or going back to a tactile thing. But then you're like, yeah, but I could be Mm-mm. sending you the virus, which is also not yeah, exactly. Ideal. Yeah, it's like, oh, bloody <laughs> hell, how do we get around that? <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's difficult. I so are you just share any kind of working through sort of possible scenarios at the moment and possible mm. shows to yeah. open? Or are you working then, on something kind of specific that you're hoping to bring out that's digital before you get to have people in bodies and spaces again? <clears throat> yeah, a bit. We kind of, because that was our other remit, was not to just make a COVID-specific show. It's like... Mm you'd want to make one that works outside of COVID as well and it's just as good to play normally rather than um, just because of COVID. Uh, so we're looking for like a long term but it is kind of long thing. Um, it's basically getting longer and longer now because it's just sort of we keep thinking of different stuff to put in um, mm-hmm. but it'd be quite nice because I think it's such an overarching thing and I quite like the idea of longevity pieces and yeah. Um, 
stuff like that that means that you get that bit more i think people are just bored of like netflix if you know what i mean like it's weird i'm just sort of finding myself bored of netflix no matter yeah. how good the yeah. show is but that's because they just sort of pump all of this narrative into one hour or 40 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. and then you kind of i think you just sort of get apathetic to it where if you if there's something that you're building towards it's kind of like a more i can get into coding like actual computery stuff Ooh. and i'm loving it because it's such a nice feeling of building a thing and working mm-hmm. out why stuff is wrong and i think that's a thing that i think people are getting a bit more interested in because it's like not just like solve this easy puzzle it's more like how do you solve like a little bit or more build a thing together um mm-hmm. and create something together as, as a bit of a community um and i mean like you know minecraft is a wonderful example of the power of like building together and it's you know i think it's still yeah. the most grossing bloody game ever or something um, yeah, my nephew um, he's been playing it since he was like that. a little kid and he's going to be 18 soon and he still yeah. plays it still really plays it. Yeah, yeah yeah and they're just amazing yeah it's a really cool it. thing <laughs> yeah and it's got a huge community behind it um and it is lovely and you've got dreams on the playstation and stuff so i think people are I think now, because it, it's all the back-end technology, now you don't need much skill in mm. coding. Like code, you basically nick stuff from everywhere else and then yeah. hope you glue it together kind of thing. And that's the same with pretty much all of like, you know, like Squarespace and stuff like that. Like you can mm. easily make a website. Yeah, so yeah. it's quite nice that now it's got easy enough to build something that you thought you never could like a computer game or like a website. So I think it's quite a nice... It'd be nice to try and a transfer that to the audience and try and get them to do something similar, and then b also, it means like idiots like me can do stuff, which is nice. <laughs> I know, same <laughs> here. Like I'm not a technically minded person, and I build all my own websites. Yeah. I can kind of because you've got yeah. programs that do the yeah, heavy yeah. lifting for you, so you can exactly yeah kind you of get get what you want to have without on, which is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, without, without too much ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine doing those? <laughs> I had to do a little bit of that early on in teaching because we wanted to embed mm. years ago when I first started lecturing we had like a blackboard system and yeah. if you wanted to embed just a, an image in it you had to do it with coding oh, no. <clears throat> so yeah, I learned yeah, yeah. how to do but oh my goodness even just doing that was yeah, really hard you'd pull it up and be like that where, where's Horrible. my picture <laughs> why isn't it worked like, where's why is it not there you're like oh god and you have to go back in work. and it's because you haven't got like a slash or a dot or oh fuck, yeah, yeah. i spent two hours and it turned out there's an apostrophe and i was just like are oh, you and <laughs> <laughs> did it all like undid everything and put it all back up again I was put like, it all why back is it not working? yeah it literally an apostrophe and you're like oh god damn <laughs> but now of course you can all the programs do that in the background for you so you can yeah just... yeah yeah and or it, or it sort of finds it as well i've been noticing these bug fixer type things yes. and it's great you and then you can just do the sexy it. stuff which is <laughs> yeah and then you just sort of feel like you're some bloody matrix whiz like <laughs> yeah you look at it afterwards and like oh my god i can't believe i built this this is incredible but actually yeah it's cool isn't it yeah the program did it for you everyone else did it yeah exactly (laughs) like i'm a genius (laughs) so it was very um fortunate for you guys then because i was quite a lot of theaters have done the same thing ask people not to ask for their tickets back because that that would kind of cripple them Mm. in some ways and um so if people want to kind of keep an eye on you on kind of what's going mm. on so that they can kind of sense when things might be coming back up 
where yeah, are you yeah. most likely to start sort of publicizing and putting the feelers out ah yeah ironically we had a chat about this as well because it was um uh <clears throat> it's a different type of marketing now as well like mm. how do you we've, we've got the world to be able to market to which is on one hand brilliant but on the other hand uh like really well i don't know like perplexing you're like oh shit how do we yeah <laughs> how do we do that <laughs> um so i think our mailing list i think we're going to start so I, I would always always recommend joining our mailing list that kind of it because you can um because we will probably at least be doing some testers through them as well which is quite nice and um, just trying to test some ideas yeah um which we're hoping to do soon um and then on top of that, we were, we, I don't know yet, really. We were chatting about it last week because there's the opportunity to sort of go the game, gamey type route of like the Twitches and the mm-hmm. uh, Steam type stuff, like that sort of sphere. Yeah. Or to try and then rely on the more sort of design my nightly um, event style things because a little part of me thinks they're going to be like, they would lap up the opportunity to yes. um, show, like to do like a semi online type show um so we don't know but i think we hopefully just everything we've sort of have to see how it works but it's mostly um i think for now we're just going to try and use the mailing list to sort of test stuff out and then once it's ready fly it out into as many as many sort of platforms as we can mm-hmm. um we are but i've realized the um there's a few more uh worries as well because ours isn't all online as well so it's stuff like that to work out of yeah you know if it is localized do we have to sell localized tickets and etc and all that and or do you just sell like watch at home tickets while some other people do certain stuff in the physical world in the physical world yeah like like ticketing itself is actually at the moment like like very difficult because it's how do you yeah. organize everyone basically and you don't want to just sort of be like oh, i'll buy a ticket and we'll sort it out later because that's when you i've done that before with um with, oh it was bloody fifth column as well the first one again mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare because you have to email everyone and you have to sort of be like what team do you you're in this team and they go what does that mean and what does go, that? And you're like, mm-hmm. it's in the email is there <laughs> and it's just like it's it's like herding cats so it's like even with think, limited numbers, yeah. it's it's surprisingly awkward when I did. Um, yeah, it's still even forty people. Yeah. yeah. When I did my research project um, and we did our two beta tests, we all, we mm. manually did all the emails. But because you need like a login oh, code yeah. and you need a specific yeah, URL, yeah. personalized URL, and it's exactly that. Oh, so you yeah. send out kind of the initial stuff, and then you just send yeah. it with a million questions back, or someone didn't yeah. read their email and they turn up to the show anyway, yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh my yeah. god. It's such an annoying <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> And then everyone gets arsy at you for no real reason either. Because all yes. you're saying is read the email I sent you. And they go, what email? And you go, the one I sent you. The one I <laughs> sent go, you. Oh, okay, okay. It's got your instructions in it of what to do. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's so, because you realise, but it's, it's a natural thing for a night. You don't read a whole email. So even no. though you've sent it, you forget that no one ever reads the whole bloody thing. Uh-huh. But you and you then but we've learned stuff like that. So in massive letters at the beginning, it says read the whole email read because we've got all of the information you need before getting in touch with before us. Before coming, please, like, <laughs> these are the FAQs. Please don't bloody oh, keep goodness. emailing us. So um, the recommendation then yeah, is is to uh, join the mailing list to make sure that that you're kind of in on the news. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, there'll be some little news going through there. Um, and when it's ready, yeah, I think it, it'll be soon as well. I think everyone, cool. um, everyone seems ready. And it seems like a lot of other people are sort of ready now. And mm-hmm. I feel like this month coming feels like everyone sort of has got something at least to like sort of. Everyone I've spoken to so far has said that they are kind of on, yeah. on the cusp of something. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully it'll be nice. There'll be like a new wave of stuff to do. Well, nothing's Funny. changed in this respect because either because it's this idea of, um, it's the secrecy, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, we have something coming. Yes. Also, I don't want to say too yeah. much because it's going to like completely yeah, spoil exactly. it for and you. It's like, is so it, it's and I bet you everyone balance. is the bloody same. <laughs> yes. It's going to be all the bloody same. Um, secretive. But, Everybody's uh, yeah. secretive. Yeah, exactly. A little bit secretive. But sort of go, oh, yeah, you've got something on. Have you? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Um, and there was that little moment because I give it. It was like everyone has to be the first, and you're like, we should be the first. That'd be great. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, we're not going to go. No, because some <laughs> people were on it, just pushing out kind of content, but it wasn't really mm. kind of thought and through. That's what, yeah, I yeah, I didn't want to just put something online. I was like, let's think about it a bit more and work out the best way to do it. Um, otherwise, when COVID's over, no one would watch it. So it's sort of wasted time and money yeah exactly um, and a lot of it was um the initial stuff was free stuff anyway it was this kind of like i've done yeah, this yeah yeah kind of in and, response and it's, yeah they usually had it in their back pocket kind of thing anyway and yeah out, which is great and i think that's a really good thing to do as well well um, i'm trying out um over. it's not for public consumption but i'm running this mm. week a festival for my students we mm. were going to have it physically but uh, we decided cool. to continue um, of original student yeah. and staff work, um, but I'm the only staff member who's put in a piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> but on Friday, Amazing. I should be doing an hour-long interactive show, but it's a good chance to kind of see oh, cool. through Zoom. So I'm going to kind of see how it yeah, works, yeah. how it might function, how people might engage on mm. that sort of one-to-one in that one-to-one way. Mm. So I shall, I shall share my thoughts yeah. after that and see how it how it goes. Is it is it for the public? Um, I can give you. I can send you the URL if you want. I was going to say, yeah, I'd love yeah. to have a look. Yeah, it'd be great. It's completely free, which I wouldn't normally do, but I want, I really want to try. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Try it out. <laughs> yes, yeah, send us a link. It'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, and also, um, I thought it's good to sort of give the students the experience of actually engaging in a live performance digitally because they've had access to mm-hmm. watching loads of stuff, um, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. it's like pre-recorded, kind of really traditional theatre. So I was like, yeah, sod it, yeah. I've got a show that I can kind of adapt from a few years ago that we might might work. We'll see if it works. And if it doesn't, that'd it doesn't. Great. It'll be a good learning. Cool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's the kind of, that's what this period is about, isn't it? Is, is working mm. out the best and, and getting it wrong, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure most of these shows are going to break before, <laughs> like, any, like, before they work. But we learn so much from breaking, don't we? That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, it's part of the process isn't it as long as you sort of try and let the audience know that it's an r&d for yes um, you should be all right always key beta test mm-hmm. beta test beta test <laughs> yeah exactly and then get it really right which would be good <clears throat> well um, i'll send you an invite i think yeah, it's so i'm excited i'm doing it at four o'clock on friday just for an hour and you can pop in oh, and cool. out of it yeah I'll put it in so i will send uh, you an invite it's yeah, called Wishbox, so that you know when it comes through. Otherwise, you'll be like, "What is this?" <laughs> I'll cook, yeah, be like, "What is this?" I don't wish for any of you. My mum sent a. Uh, she was like, "Lidl's giving out free food vouchers for 170 quid." 
Oh. Everyone got everyone really excited. It's obviously a scam. I was like, no, they don't just give out food vouchers <laughs> for no reason as well. I was like, they've got a charity. They're not. <laughs> Why would they send you a hundred quid worth of food? <laughs> it's a scam everywhere. Well, I'm glad to see that you are. You're clearly looking well and healthy, which is is great. Most people I've spoken yeah, to thank you. Yeah, yeah. are, so that's that is a relief. Mm. And um, we are people... actually ironically in isolation now. <laughs> yeah, my partner's got uh, he's got symptoms. Face you know. masks and gloves, then I guess when you deliver yeah, exactly. food. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's why I've, I've just sort of realised that because it was today, and we're like, oh shit, how do we go? How do we get the food? <laughs> back up. Yeah, because I should imagine getting a beans. getting a delivery slot in where you are is pretty much impossible. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, probably. That's my job this I afternoon. When I finish talking to you, I've got to uh, take my mum shopping because she can't read anything because she's oh, no. excited at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was going to have, because oh, she got cool. cataracts, so she was meant to be having surgery to have them removed. Um, but because of all oh, of this, shit, it's been, yeah. been pushed back. You can't. <laughs> Flipping it. So it's an they're argument every single time because they're like, um, are you from the same household? I'm like, yes, and my mum can't read mm. any of the stuff and I don't want her picking up everything to like, yeah, <laughs> so I need to help her, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are pretty cool, but some of, them, some of them really argue. They're like, oh, I don't know if I should let you both in. And I'm like, well, really? she needs help. <laughs> yeah, and we go in the vulnerable times as well to try and help in that mm. way but yeah so that's always fun yeah, it's weird, isn't it? going shopping I feel like going shopping yeah. is like the most risky thing I do by far at the moment yeah exactly yeah 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 and it is one of those that you like it's weirdly ironic like just Tesco is like a hive of like danger isn't it <laughs> yes. I love the passive aggression no it's one of my favorite sort of the looks people give <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean if you yeah have you been down the wrong way, the one-way system? Yeah, because yeah, I forgot something, so yeah. I had to go, and I was like, oh, I'm not walking oh. all oh. the way back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Is that like, how how far can you go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah, so I don't enjoy shopping at the moment. I find it really tedious, and it yeah. takes forever, because you have to be slow, read yeah, everything, and oh. Uh, yeah. Really but I have got a mask. And then you've got um, the shopping people anyway, walking around you all the time. Yes, exactly. Filling the shelves and leaning over you. Oh, and I'm like, hello, yeah, I'm, just I'm like, right I'm here. Like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I know this is all right for you. But also you're the most likely to have it. Yeah. <laughs> you had a whole day's worth of people coming through this shop. Well, we spent the weekend making some masks. So we have some masks to take. Oh, cute. Yeah, nice. With us. We have haven't done it. baby one. Uh, no, no, because we don't take him at all. Because oh, he oh, might. Oh, of course. Yeah, he licks sense. everything. <laughs> he licks everything. So. <laughs> it would be like taking a, a, a COVID magnet with us, just going, please, yeah, exactly. virus, yeah, anyone, come yeah. upon the child <laughs> and infect us all. <laughs> so, no, only one of us go and he stays yeah. at home at all yeah. times. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I might have to make him one yeah. moving forward because obviously. Mm. You can't be forever. He won't keep it on. Have you though. got a garden? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, well, we're very lucky because I isolated before the lockdown because the university got a bit of a heads oh, up. Nice. Um, and so I isolated right. for seven days and then we all came to my mum's house so that we could shield her and take oh, care nice. of her. And she lives yeah, in a really yeah. big house 
on the edge of a village in a fen countryside. Oh, no. So we have a big garden. Oh, and we can yeah. walk around without really seeing. We see more hedgehogs and foxes than people. So, mm. oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. At least it's good for the baby, though, isn't it? So we're lucky. <laughs> but do you, do you have an outside space? Yeah, we're really lucky. It's actually, ironically, well, it's kind of more testament to how small our flat is, but the the garden's just as big. Um, oh. <laughs> so it is really lovely. But it's it's very um shaded there's massive trees which are really lovely but they also sort of like drop loads of sap all over everywhere so it's a yeah. little bit scummy but it's, it's it's outside you know what i mean like it's a big difference when you can just sort of step outside and and be still exactly. in your own space i do feel for um, people who don't oh i've been me. befriending a squirrel oh dave the squirrel i've genuinely made dave i've trained one to come in the house and get some nuts oh. that's how i've been spending COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you have basically befriended a squirrel. It's because I'm trying to train a squirrel. Totally <laughs> 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 He's great, though. He's so funny. Well, He's at least blind it's not a fox. Bat as well, he can't find a bloody nuts for his life. Oh, it takes bloody ten minutes trying to find it. You're not your bloody squirrel. It's not it's sort of your your. The your thing, thing you're supposed to be good at. Yeah. Although, um, I did no. read something about squirrels because you know they spend a long time burying nuts in, in like around where they live. Yeah. Apparently, they forget where eighty percent of the nuts are that they've buried. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. At all. <laughs> <laughs> all that effort. Going, where the hell did I put this? <laughs> Yeah, so apparently that's why they always look like they're manically running yeah, around because yeah. they're like, where did I put all these nuts? Because they're just frantically panicking <laughs> that they've lost everything. Oh, I love it. Can you imagine doing that with all of your like purse? It'd be like, rubbish. Pockets, just constantly burying it and then going, oh shit, where, where did, did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. It's, it's like that with car keys in our house. Nigel is incapable yeah, yeah, of leaving yeah, his car keys yeah. in one place. Where the hell is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just make a spot and don't move it from the You see, I'm very habitual. I, I have spots and homes for everything, and I even made a home for car yeah. keys. There's like a little bowl by the front door nice. and everything, but they're very yeah, rarely in there. Doesn't abide by it, does he? No. Well, you know, no. you know who to talk to about that, don't you? <laughs> have as much passive aggression with that as you want <laughs> yes i quite like i quite like that you know the passive aggression has just increased as well isn't it it's just like here's the bowl like you this can't you keys. don't really want to row yeah no so you just have to be passive aggressive about it <laughs> and sort of go why haven't the keys do you, do you have you seen the keys they're not in the bowl they're supposed to be in <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's very British, isn't it? Passive aggressive is very British. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no outright caterwauling, just passive aggressive. No, yeah, none of that. It's like, oh, it's funny you chose to do that. <laughs> it's a shame they're not in the bowl by the front door where they're supposed yeah, to be. It's a shame, isn't it? It would make our life a lot easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> I love it. It's my favourite way of arguing. <laughs> Absolutely. And now we can do it through a baby because that's the thing you can kind of say passive oh, aggressive nice. things like on behalf of the baby. Oh dear, Ooh, why hasn't daddy, oh, you know? Very good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. 
Oh, so I'm like, going to get a baby just for that just, reason. Just to do that. Or a dog. <laughs> Dogs are good for that. Or a cat. Or a squirrel. You can use the squirrel. Squirrel. I'll use Dave the squirrel as a passive-aggressive magnet. <laughs> <laughs> Although possibly not while your poor partner is uh, worried that he might have no, COVID. <laughs> yeah, he might have the COVID. I don't actually think he does for some reason. But Well, yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. Let's hope the test comes back. story, in it? Yeah. Or yeah, if he does, then it's not, it's not too, too severe. Yeah, yeah, he's not actually that bad. He's not um, feeling that bad. He's just, um, was it temperature? And sore throat. Well, I'll have to check on you in a week then to make sure that you're okay as well. Yeah, exactly. I'll be in, you know, like sort of in bed, bloody reeling around. <laughs> well, for everyone listening, sure um, yeah. join the mailing list. I think that's the important thing, which you can do yeah, by do. your website. Yeah, Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lovely. And it's there and on the front page, I think, somewhere. I think so, yeah. I think it comes up when you mm. get straight in. So, well, thank you very much for taking the time <laughs> to talk to me. I know you've got another meeting uh, coming up soon. No and I've worries, got to it's a pleasure. Pop off to Lidl. Mm. Yay. Some, yeah, <laughs> there are other supermarkets available. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as good, though. <laughs> Well, not as cheap yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's not as cheap, and you don't get that lovely aisle of random stuff. We love, we love the, we call them crazy aisle. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I call them love it. ship aisles. We got um a lion. We got a lion cushion for our little boy in them. They're for like a tenner. It's like a massive one <laughs> that's like a little seat. Perfect. What <laughs> <laughs> do you want in life? <laughs> yeah. Some sausages and a lion. I'm still gutted I missed the inflatable canoe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, did they have tools, inflatable canoes? In inflatable canoe, you know what I mean? But it's 30 quid. Oh, and it was I didn't like see 30 that. quid to that little bit. That's you know, a bit you too much. Sort of yeah, but now I really regret it because there's a <laughs> tiny little pond on the common and I thought it would be oh. so fun to just go up a little bit like, <laughs> and just go in there. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? I can imagine uh, you in that with your little squirrel sat on the helm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna turn into a nutcase. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> treated me well. <laughs> yeah, massive, well like, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to join me. <laughs> and um, thank you. I'll yeah. ask people to yeah join the mailing list and keep an ear out because there'll be something yeah. something exciting coming yeah. soon. That's in the pipeline. Yeah. So thank you right. very much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found that interesting and insightful. Do get in touch with me if you think you're somebody that I should be talking to or if you have some immersive, interactive or audience-centred work that you want to share with me or let me know about that I haven't talked about or come across, that would be great. Or get in touch if you just want to say hello and tell me where you listen from, why you listen and if you enjoy it or not. Uh, I love to hear from everybody who is out there listening across the globe. So get in touch with me at Talking About Immersive Theatre at gmail.com. I know it's really long, but tape was already taken. So it's talking about immersive theatre at gmail.com. Drop me an email there and I'll get back to you uh, as soon as I can. Things are really, 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 really busy at the moment, but I'm doing my best to kind of keep on top of everything and keep in touch with everyone. But I do love to hear from you. So do drop me an email. I'm not sure when the next episode is going to be able to come out to you. Like I've said before, I've got a couple of episodes uh, kind of hanging around on my hard drive that were, that were recorded 
in 2018 now uh, when I was pregnant but they do require some work so as soon as I've got some time I'm going to work those up and get them out as usual episodes and again like I said if you're somebody you think I should be talking to um, about your work or even about how you've been coping with COVID then get in touch and let me know so as soon as I have some more material to put out to you I will but I can't guarantee at this stage that it's going to be particularly regularly but as soon as I do have something it will come out to you I promise all right then well until next time I have something to share bye